everybody. Welcome to Two Minutes and Beyond, the podcast where we review the Toy Story movies two minutes at a time. I'm Macy, and this is Bianca. Hello. Hello. In this episode, we're talking about minutes 35 and 36 of Toy Story. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. In like five minutes. In five minutes, yeah. I mean, technically, we were talking in, <laughs> to each other in between ending this the last podcast and starting this one, but... <laughs> yes, this is true, but still. <laughs> to the viewers, it's a week. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're, like, binging them all, or binging, just binging a- any... Unless they're listening to them in a row, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, you know what, and kudos to those people, because I don't know if I'd be able to tolerate my voice for that long. (laughs) I mean, I have to tolerate my voice editing this podcast every week. Oh gosh, I can imagine so. (laughs) And I can barely tolerate that. (laughs) Or my own voice, not yours. Yours is fine. I think everybody has their own, like, oh, I can't stand my voice because they hear it all the time. And then when you hear it being recorded, you're like, do I really sound like that? Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyways. <laughs> this clip starts off with Buzz turning around to hear Woody telling him, it's a spaceship, Buzz. It cuts to a shot of the Pizza Planet truck as the driver is talking to the gas station attendant and pans down to what to Buzz and Woody hiding between cans of motor oil. Buzz says, now you're sure this space freighter will return to its port of origin once it jet- jettisons its food supply. Woody answers, uh-huh, and when we get there, we'll be able to find a way to transport you home, and gives a cheesy smile. <laughs> the way Woody says, it's a spaceship, Buzz. It sounds like when you're trying to get, like, a small child to do something they don't want to do. Yes, that's exactly how it sounds. Like, we're going to the dentist, but we're going to get ice cream afterwards. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like a bribe almost. <laughs> it's like, it's a spaceship, Buzz. Or like when you're trying to tell the dog, like, oh, look, it's a treat, but it's actually something like for their teeth, like a dentist stick or something. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously not a spaceship, so that's that's why his voice, that's why his tone sounds that way. Yeah, kind of like a last resort kind of like please get back over here (laughs) i know you hate me but look we have a way to get home (laughs) according to the audio commentary they said that animator glenn mcqueen animated woody in this scene and he did the little he came up with the idea for woody's cheesy smile and the little thing he does with his hands Oh, that's fantastic. I've always loved that because it's like one of the silliest faces he does. I mean, Woody just has so many silly faces, but it's Mm -hmm. one of my favorites because you can tell he's like really trying to like entice Buzz to go. Yeah, but that actually reminded me of a quote from our sacred text, Toy Story, the art and making of the animated feature. Page 58, it says, In a departure from traditional Disney practice, the Toy Story animators shared duties on all of the characters rather than each focusing on just one. 
Nevertheless, specialties developed as Lassiter cast the animators for specific scenes that reflected their individual personality quirks. Lanky Doug Sweetland was assigned to animate what his colleagues called the the spastic flailer shots because he's a bit hyperactive himself. Rich Quaid, who's known around the studio as a thoughtful and laid-back figure, was assigned many of Woody's quieter emotional scenes, and cut up Glenn McQueen, who can reduce spectators to helpless laughter with a deadpan expression, was the undisputed champ at bringing out Woody's insincere side. (laughs) Which I think was why they picked him to do that bit. (laughs) I think so, because right here you can tell he's just faking it till he makes it. (laughs) It makes me wonder, so it says Doug Sweetland did... The, the spastic flailer scenes. I wonder if he did the scene that we just talked about in the last episode. He probably did. And you know what? Kudos to him because that's a great scene. And if it wasn't him, then kudos to whoever it was. Yes, for sure. At 22 seconds, Buzz says, well, then let's climb aboard and runs over to the front of the truck. Woody tries to stop him and says, let's get in the back. No one will see us there. Buzz responds, negative. There are no restraining harnesses in the cargo area. It'll be much safer in the cockpit. And climbs up the car into the passenger seat, hiding behind a stack of pizzas. Woody whisper yells, Buzz! But but the car engine starts, so he climbs onto the bumper and into the trunk. Into the truck. With the back windshield hitting him in the butt and sending him flying into the back. Woody peeks through the window into the front seat to see Buzz buckling himself in. Woody mutters, safer in the cockpit than the cargo. What an idiot. Right before the driver puts the car into gear and floors the gas pedal, which sends Woody flying into the back of the truck. The driver makes an extremely fast and sharp turn out of the gas station, which makes Woody's face smash into one of the windows. The car drives up a hill, which causes the toolbox to slide backwards and slam into Woody. I always feel like... That would be very painful to have mm-hmm. a giant metal box hit you in the face. <laughs> yes. Zero out of ten do not recommend. <laughs> in the audio commentary, again, it says the scene where Woody was in the back of the Pizza Planet truck getting thrown around um, was originally much longer Tom Hanks actually recorded some of the original longer version, and there was a whole thing where Woody started calling the toolbox El Rojo, <laughs> like it's some <laughs> kind of Spanish bull. That's pretty great. I like um, a little bit before this Buzz's space isms for everything. I think this scene has has a couple of them. Saying, calling the seat belts restraining harnesses. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, where else? Oh, he says, uh, he calls the ship, or he calls the truck a space freighter. <laughs> that he calls the trunk area the cargo. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. And the front, the front seat is the cockpit. Yes. I love that. This guy just does not notice that there's a Buzz Lightyear in his car because you I would know, think right? that he's far taller than the pizza boxes. He could glance over and see over the seat. 
I mean, he's, as we see here in a second, he's a pretty terrible driver. So he's, he might just not be looking over there. He's just not caring. He's one of those people that's just like everything that's happening. It doesn't matter as long as I'm just getting to my destination. Okay. But speaking of that, literally about five hours ago, <laughs> let's see, it's 1029 right now at about 515. I was Involved in a hit and run. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> where a guy, and I mean, obviously I'm fine or else we wouldn't be recording this. <laughs> but a guy literally pulled out of a gas station, actually, in a way that was very similar to the way the Pizza Planet guy pulls out of the gas station in this movie. And he... Almost hit a car coming from the opposite direction, and then he like hit me at an angle on the side and ruined my my car door oh, basically but that's that's a long story anyway while I was waiting to talk to the police, I had my laptop out in the car, and I was finishing up my notes for this episode, and I was watching the clip, and I was like this this pizza planet driver drives almost exactly how this guy who just hit me drives i was like that's that's incredibly uncanny that we happen to (laughs) be recording this episode on the day on the day i've been hit and run oh gosh and now the movie's forever ruined because you're always going to remember hey that pizza planet guy drives like the dude that just hit me (laughs) i know i'm not going to be able to watch this movie anymore without thinking about that My condolences. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) But I want to hear the the longer version of the scene where Woody's calling the toolbox El Rojo. You know, me too. I wonder if there's a, like, a clip of that. Like, I don't know if they ever, like, storyboarded it or something and, like, put it on YouTube. I don't, I haven't seen it on YouTube. Um... I mean, if they got as far as recording some of Tom Hanks, and I figured they probably storyboarded it. Mm-hmm. For sure. They need to put that up. They need to stop slacking and give the audience what they want. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. At one twelve, it cuts to a shot of the night sky and pans down to reveal Pizza Planet. The delivery truck speeds into the parking lot and abruptly stops and gets out. Buzz sees the giant rocket outside and hears the voice of an announcer saying, Next shuttle liftoff scheduled for T-30 minutes and counting and gets excited. Buzz unbuckles his seatbelt and looks out the passenger window to see the entrance to Pizza Planet with two animatronic robot guards moving their pizza spears and saying, You are cleared to enter. Welcome to Pizza Planet. I've always wanted to go to Pizza Planet. I'm so looking forward to Disney World. I don't think they have a Pizza Planet there, though, in Toy Story Land at Disney World. I think it's at Disneyland. They did have a Pizza Planet at Disney World, and I know this because it was replaced with the Muppet Restaurant Pizza Rizzo. I I think. I could be wrong about that, but I don't know if it's... I don't think it's there anymore, but they did have one, but it was... From what I heard, it was not as cool as the real Pizza Planet. Okay, well, I mean, at least it was replaced with something else that's cool, but still. 
a little offended. Mm. <laughs> so as a kid, I felt torn about Pizza Planet because being a, a child with a lot of sensory issues, <laughs> I was terrified of arcades because of all the noise and and lights and weird imagery and sounds. And I was also had a big phobia of animatronics. Like those robot guards would have like made me cry. Oh gosh. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to go into the restaurant. I I I would have absolutely hated Pizza Planet until oh around gosh. probably like the age of twelve. <laughs> That would have been a very difficult experience going to a pizza planet with your family. They would have been like, you know what, just we're just going to order takeout. <laughs> I went to, it's not quite the same thing, but what's the name of that restaurant that has like the animatronic dinosaurs? Oh gosh, I know what you're talking about. It's not Rainforest Cafe, but I think it was owned by the same company. Yeah, I was going to say it's similar to that because they do have like the animatronic animals in there, but it was dinosaur themed. I really don't yeah. remember the name of it. I remember there was one at one point in time in, I want to say Austin. It wasn't in San Antonio because I remember always telling my family, I was like, we got to go. Dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs, but we never went. <laughs> Yeah, even I went to one of them, and I was even like a teenager at that point, and I was still not having a good time because of all the dinosaur animatronics were just like absolutely terrifying to me. I was like, no, thank you. Oh, gosh. I did experience a very traumatic event one time. We went to a museum, and they had their exhibit of dinosaurs. It was like a brand new exhibit. And they had a giant T-Rex head just kind of like pop out and like roar at you. That scared the heck out of me. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm an adult and I'm scared of this. <laughs> because you weren't expecting this big old T-Rex head to just come out at you. I'm like, this is just, it's like Jurassic Park. <laughs> but even just like, I mean, Pizza Planet's an arcade too. And like, arcades terrified me. Oh gosh. Like, in my local mall, there was, and as far as I know, still is an arcade right next to the bathrooms. And anytime we had to go there, I was like, I would just <laughs> avoid having to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I mean, there were some times where, like, I I didn't have a choice. Oh, gosh. And I had to either walk past it, and I was just like... I I literally ha was so scared but like I had I had nightmares about it. Oh my gosh, that's pretty bad. Just cuz of all the noise and and uh lights and you know some of the games would have like sc scary imagery on them that kind of thing. Mhm. Mm I didn't like it. Oh gosh. I mean, I'm okay with arcades now, but as a kid I was like, no thank you. I can imagine that is terrifying as a child just so much sound and noise. Uh, when I was little, I used to love arcades. But yeah, there were certain things that I was like, absolutely like, oh, no, stay away from that game or stay away from that because it was too loud. Or like you said, it has scary imagery. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't like that. And then mm -hmm. 
that was kind of contradictory because as a child, I used to love to watch my brother play um, video games like Zombies Ate My Neighbors and <laughs> Mortal Kombat, which as a little seven-year-old, they should not be watching Mortal Kombat. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Is that the one where they pull, the guy pulls the the other guy's spine out? Yes. And as a child, you should not be watching that. <laughs> yeah, I had an experience at Chuck E. Cheese when I was, which is kind of this, I was afraid of for the same reasons, um, where I was two years old, it was a friend's birthday party, and I don't actually remember this, my mom has just told me this story, but as soon as the animatronics came out, I started crying and wouldn't stop because <laughs> I was so scared. I feel like that would have been me if I would have gone to Pizza Planet as a child. I would have just cried until <laughs> until my parents uh, let me leave. To be fair, Chuck E. Cheese's animatronics are absolutely horrifying. So I'm sure plenty yeah. of other children were absolutely horrified. I remember going to Chuck E. Cheese. As a little kid, and I didn't like the animatronics. Every time they had the show, I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm not going to watch very scary robots play a banjo song or something. It's like Lester's Possum Park, but on steroids. Yeah, I was like, I apparently I just refused to stop crying until we left. <laughs> like, and my mom felt bad because we were there for my friend's. And her friends, uh, well, we were there for my friend's birthday party, and she felt bad for both my friend and the mom who she was friends with. I can see how that would be slightly upsetting for your mom, because she's like, I'm trying to support my friend, but also my child is crying, <laughs> so <laughs> gotta take her home. And I was a pretty, from what I've been told, I was a pretty chill toddler. So, you know. You know something's if, up. <laughs> yeah. If if I'm not, if I'm, if I won't stop crying, then something is really wrong. Yeah. Those Chuck E. Cheese animatronics, that's what's wrong. It's freaking scary. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the actual movie. Enough about <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Um I started to wonder if the in the shot, like right when you see this all the stars in the sky, mm -hmm. I wondered if any of the star patterns were like repeated. Oh yeah, like if they just like, use like a pattern, just stamp it all over. Yeah, and I could kind of look and um I saw I noticed that there were it, it I mean you have to look really, really closely to see them. Like mm -hmm. But there was a couple things that I noticed where, like, there were a few clusters of stars that were the same. Like, they, you'd see a little cluster, and then, like, you'd see it in another part, like, flipped or something. Okay, yeah. And that makes yeah. sense, because it's easier to, you know, just paste it on there so that you're not having to draw each individual star. Yeah. I mean, and I could be totally wrong. Maybe my brain was just seeing things. <laughs> Cause I mean, it still looks, it still looks but, really like good. it's really pretty. Yeah. yeah. Again, I we talked about in the last, I think it was the last episode. <laughs> maybe it was earlier in this one. I don't know. Who knows? Um, we talked about how they, 
there's no way they would be able to to see the stars that well. Oh, yeah. I think it was in the last episode because that's when we were talking about when Buzz is looking up and giving his speech. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when we record two episodes. And it all blends together. We're like, we don't know what we're doing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Also, the the Pizza Planet truck driver is even more of a jerk because he parks in the handicap spot. He does. I noticed that, too. I'm like, really, dude? I can understand if you're, like, just quickly picking up pizzas and going. But even then, I'm like, what if a, what if a person comes and they're like, oh, well, I need that handicap spot? And he doesn't even take the pizzas out of the car. I know. Like, I don't know if maybe he's just there to get more pizza. I don't know. I don't know. Either that or maybe he just came back like, I'm back, dudes. And he forgot to even deliver the pizzas. And he didn't even see Buzz when he got out somehow. Also, I like the way Buzz is just politely sitting there all like, <laughs> hey, I'm here. <laughs> He just looks so happy, like, oh, I'm safe. He's so cute. He's very cute. I like that scene of Buzz. He's just all protected by his little (laughs) seatbelt. The models of the people coming in and out of Pizza Planet, (laughs) of Pizza Planet, are some, those are some really rough looking human models. Yes. I'm glad that. It's slightly dark, so it's not like daytime. You can see them very well. Mm-hmm. And also that it's a short scene because, yeah, the human models in this movie are pretty rough. One of them is a guy in a blue shirt. And I kind of thought he looked a little bit like a character from that game Roblox. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like this huge, he had like this big, like, chest and and shoulders it's like a smaller like weird weird shaped uh torso and legs he's very boxy to say the least mm-hmm. he's yeah, like a very that's, that's premature he's a very premature um mr incredible <laughs> he's got the physique of mr incredible but more like silly putty yes and there's a kid um, a few seconds later in this clip, it's a kid wearing a yellow shirt and he's like jumping up and down and he looks like it's he just looks strange. He looks deranged almost <laughs> the way he's flailing around and it's just like supposed to be a kid jumping up and down like excited to go to Pizza Planet, but it just looks really weird. It does. And when you then, stop and look at it, it he looks kind of like he's not all there. Like poor little kid. <laughs> And then, if you look in the windows at the op- at the entrance to Pizza Planet, you see there's these people sitting inside at tables or something, but oh, they're just yeah. like still paintings. And they yeah, don't move. they're not moving. They're just frozen. They're just paintings. <laughs> and I mean, you're focused on the robots in that shot and the people going into the restaurant, so you don't necessarily. Like, your attention's not on them. You don't necessarily notice them. Right, exactly. But I notice them. (laughs) Now they're going to bug me. (laughs) It's like the whole, um, like, at the beginning of the movie when you're looking at the windows outside of Andy's house. 
Mm-hmm. And you see just like the sad bushes. little trees and the bushes and they're all like <laughs> off looking. That's yeah. kind of like when you're looking inside Pizza Planet, you see all like the like the paintings, as you said, of the people. And it's just because you're not supposed to focus on it. It's just there. So it's filler. Yeah. And it. I mean, and that's not a knock against like the the people who made the movie. I mean, this is the right, first 3D yeah. animated movie and they need they needed to focus on like the actual things that people would actually notice. Right. Yes. It's very um it's a good tool to use when you're in a hurry to do something or if it's something that you know that people are not going to notice, you're like let's just slap this on there and that's good. Yeah, it's like you know it's better to put put your energy towards the things that are going to be more important. Right, exactly. I do really like the design of the of the Pizza Planet robots. I know they're fun. I feel like they went all out for this restaurant because they have those robots there. They have the spaceship when Buzz, they go back to Buzz and you see in the background like a giant spaceship that looks like it's about to take off. Yeah. And any restaurant you see here in real life, there's no restaurant like that. I'm like, the closest thing would probably be like medieval times where they have it look like a castle and stuff. Mm -hmm. But as far as, like, putting a whole dang spaceship on the outside of your restaurant, I'm I'm looking forward to something like that. But I know it's not going to happen because that's expensive. Yeah, and I feel like this is something that just, it's a very 90s thing, you know? It is. Like an arcade space-themed pizza planet or pizza, pizza joint. Yeah, it's very, like... I don't know. I get kind of a little bit of like 60s futurism vibes off of it. Like they're trying to make it look, oh, like futuristic and make it like fun like that. But yeah, more like 90s. Yeah. The I like the the robots have like pizza shields. Yeah. And then they've got <laughs> slices of pizza on the ends of their um there's spears yeah spears yeah and the only part of them that moves is their arms that to like come out come in and out with the door yeah and their little eyes um they have like lights little led lights in their eyes Mm -hmm. yeah i would have absolutely been terrified (laughs) as a kid so I always got the impression that like the the big spaceship outside was supposed to do something. Like there's the countdown. The announcer guy says the next shuttle liftoff scheduled for T minus thirty minutes. And I figured that either refers to like that's the way they say like how long the, the table wait times are, maybe. maybe. Or does the spaceship somehow like go slightly up and down or something i know like <laughs> or like maybe sounds or something yeah maybe sounds or lights or those like um not steam what's the other thing 
exhaust, I guess, come yeah. out of it. Fake exhaust. Fog machines. Something like that. Yeah. Probably something like that. Like maybe there's like a mini show that goes on or like you said, it is just like the wait time for a table. Um, I can't really think of anything else because those would be like the two main things. Maybe the other thing would be like if there's something internally in the restaurant, like there's like maybe like an well, animatronic show, like that's when it happens, like every 30 minutes or something. I don't know. Well, later on, it might be in the next clip, actually. I don't know. Um, isn't there, don't they show the countdown again? I think so. That sounds familiar. I haven't watched that clip yet, so I don't know. I know. I haven't watched it either. Probably, I want to say yes. I think it's scrolling on like the top or something. Yeah. Something. We'll have to see. I actually, I mean, I have some behind the scenes information about Pizza Planet, both this scene and the design of the building itself. But because most of the Pizza Planet stuff happens in the next couple of, of clips, I think I'm going to save that stuff for for later episodes. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Probably the next episode. I guess moving on. <laughs> At 1 minute 37 seconds, Buzz opens the window to the back of the truck and calls Sheriff. The toolbox falls down to reveal Woody, who has a blank, like, dopey-looking expression on his face, and falls into some trash. Buzz says, there you are, and tells him, now the entrance is heavily guarded. We need a way to get inside. Woody starts to get up, and he's got an empty Megagulp cup on his head. Buzz says, great idea, Woody. I like your thinking. In the next shot, we see a pile of trash on the ground in front of an overflowing trash can at the Pizza Planet entrance. The door is open and Buzz whispers, Now, Buzz and Woody pop up inside a supernova burger box and Mega Gulp cup with their feet sticking out of the bottom. <laughs> Buzz whispers, Quickly, Sheriff, the airlock is closing. And they run through the doors just in time, just as the clip is ending. <laughs> I like how the clip ended. Like, it ended perfectly right there. Yeah, for once it didn't end in the in the middle of a line or I know, or like um, awkwardly or something. It's just like mm-hmm. okay, they're in. Yep. In the background when Buzz has opened the like the door or the window to the back of the truck, you can hear a lady like on the the announcement intercom or whatever saying the white zone is for eating pizza. (laughs) And I'm like, why are they making an airport reference here? I know it sounds like they're at an airport. And I've always thought this, like even the announcement for like the, the quote unquote liftoff for the Uh rocket has always reminded me of an airport because you always hear stuff like that at an airport. Not that the rocket's lifting off, but like certain planes are getting ready to depart. So stuff like that. I'm like, this sounds like an airport. Yeah, that makes sense. They have that in Toy Story 2 as well. When they're in the airport, you can hear the the lady saying, the white zone is for loading and unloading something. Oh my and that's gosh. what I think of whenever I hear, on the rare occasions when I'm in an airport and I hear that, I think of this and Toy Story 2. Yeah. 
Yeah, for real, because, oh my gosh, there was one time, I'm just going to go off on a tangent now. There was one time that my sister and I were stuck at an airport for six hours, and that was the most mind-numbing experience because every five minutes, if not that, like every two or three minutes, the lady would come up on the intercom and it was the same message over and over. So I want to say about a good thousand times we heard this lady. (laughs) I'm ready to murder that intercom because I'm tired of hearing it. (laughs) So it was a fun experience. I like how Buzz and Woody have gone from absolutely hating to each other to suddenly Buzz is like, great idea, Woody. I like your thinking. I know. And I want to say, is this the first time he ever calls him Woody instead of just calling him Sheriff? Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I have to think about that. I think it is because I don't remember him saying Woody. After, like, everything that's happened in the room and even at the the gas station, he always refers to him either as the local law enforcement or the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it's interesting, too, because, I mean, like, like I said, they were literally at each other's throats just a few minutes ago. But now... They're being forced to work together. Yeah. I mean, Buzz is trying... Woody's trying to get back to Andy's house, and Buzz thinks he's going to get on a spaceship. But they're both working, at least reluctantly, together to to achieve their goals. And, you know, Buzz... I'm trying to figure out what I'm saying. <laughs> It's already going to be 11, so we don't know what we're saying anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's it's 10.57, um, and I was in a hit and run today. <laughs> um, Woody has at least, as far as, as Buzz thinks, Woody has at least delivered on his promise of bringing him to a spaceship. So at this point, maybe... They're already starting to, um, starting to just a little, just the tiniest little bit build their friendship, even though they were literally fighting each other in the gas station a few minutes ago. For sure. I mean, I feel that that forced teamwork is really what brought them together as friends. Even though they didn't want yeah. to be friends, they had to be. And what he knows that if he goes back to that room without Buzz, they're going to lynch him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they for sure are going to de-stuff him and string him up by his pull string. <laughs> so, I mean, he I, he doesn't want to work with Buzz, but he doesn't really... If he wants to go back to Andy, he doesn't really have a choice. Exactly. Also, just them hiding, like, using the cup in the burger box as a disguise is really funny. Oh, I love that. Me and my sister used to laugh at that when it first came out. Um, We'd always laugh at the part, which is going to be in the next clip, with um, 
With Woody getting mad, and you see like the straw. I'll give you watch where you're going, and then he's like, "Sorry," the little box moves up and down. I know, and I just like that. You know, Woody's tall and skinny, so he's in the he's in the cup, he's in the cup, and then Buzz is short, so he's in the burger box. That's my favorite. I feel like that was, I don't know, whoever thought of the, those disguises. That was great. Thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, I do, though, want to know how no one noticed, you know, a couple pieces of trash. Moving, yes, around. exactly. Or, or even if, like, they, I mean, because there are a couple times when, you know, people walk by and they stop, but no one notices, oh, there's a cup and a box on the ground. I should pick those up and throw those in the trash. Exactly. Or, like... When you're walking in and you just see at the corner of your eye something moving too, you're like, oh, it's just the trash. It's okay. It's the wind blowing. <laughs> I mean, there was all that trash on the ground um, outside the, the trash can, outside the entrance. So maybe people are just like, oh, the, the wind just blew it over here. Right. Something. I mean, I feel like that's kind of gross, though, that there's... An overflowing trash can. I'm like, man, who doesn't do the cleaning around here? You would think somebody would at least take all the trash, put it in a new trash bag, and go take the other thing to the dumpster. But maybe that's just me being a germaphobe. <laughs> yeah, I had the same thought. And like, if you look closely at the cup Woody is in, there's like some gross looking stuff on the bottom of it. I'm I like, know. <laughs> I'm like, man, what's up? I wouldn't want to pick if I were. The kid, I wouldn't want to pick Andy or Woody up after he's been inside that cup. Exactly. For me, as a kid, even then, if my toys had something on them, I threw them in the washing machine. I, I have a little Yoshi plush, and as much as I played with that Yoshi plushie, he was so dirty. It was disgusting. I would always throw him in the wash. And because I've washed him so many times, he no longer has fluff or beans in his <laughs> body. So he's all just like flat and squished and only his head has fluff in it. I'm like, I need to fix this little Yoshi. Oh, poor Yoshi. I know. I still have him. I just need to go buy the beads because he was like a beanie baby. I need to go oh, put yeah. more beads in his body. Can we talk about Woody's face after <laughs> after the the toolbox like falls down and he just looks he has that like really weird that like, totally dumbfounded face, yes. Blank and like out of it look on his face. I feel like that was like the peak of 1990s comedy. If you look yeah. in cartoons, you see, like, that dumbfounded face, like, whenever you get hurt or whenever characters, like, have something like that happen to them. Like, they always have, like, a really dumb expression on their face. Yeah, we just talked about the, um, like, the 90s sound effects and, and cartoon humor in this movie. Yes. We talked about it in the last episode. I feel like it's very not dated. I mean, yeah, it's dated for 1990. It's You can tell it's from the 1990s because of all the humor that's in it and all the 
like mannerisms and all of the the gags that are in there. It's it's a very 90s movie. Yeah. Did you notice too? I almost forgot to mention this. Um the grape soda can. I didn't notice that. There's a- in the back of the truck. It's like one of the pieces of of trash that's rolling around oh back there. Oh my gosh, now I need to go back and look. It's the same like grape soda from the bottle cap in the movie Up. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I like that they reused that. Yeah, it's it's like a can. It's got the same it's a can of it, but it's got the same logo. Oh, okay. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure the toolbox is the same toolbox that um later in the movie that oh, Sid has. Okay, yeah. That's on top of the the milk crate or whatever that they have to push mm-hmm. in Sid's room. Push off. Yeah. Yeah. That it does look very similar. Like they use the same model, so that's probably what it is. They just reuse that model. Mm-hmm. I have some information about the Pizza Planet truck. Ooh, do tell. This is all all this information is coming from the Pizza Planet truck page on Pixar Wiki, by the way. Okay. So just based on its overall appearance, the the truck is apparently supposed to be based on a Toyota Hilux pickup truck. But according to Toy Story 2, if you look at the... When uh, when Ham is looking at the owner's manual mm-hmm. for the truck, it, it says that it's a 1978 Gyoza model. A Gyoza model? <laughs> yeah, which I... I would assume that they gave it that name to avoid copyright issues. That's what uh, Pixar Wiki says as well, so that they wouldn't get in trouble with Toyota. That's pretty great because a gyoza is a pot sticker in Japanese. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's pretty fantastic because gyoza is one of my favorite foods to eat. I think the the yo on the back suggests it's it's based off of a Toyota. So they they made up a name that also had the word yo in it. That's pretty great. I like that. Yes, it's appeared in cameos in every single Pixar film except The Incredibles. Although apparently it does appear in the video game adaption of The Incredibles. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that it was not in The Incredibles. Yeah, I don't think I knew that either. The license plate number, it's the same in um, all the movies, is RES1536, which is a reference to... So the original Toy Story's resolution was rendered at 1536 by 922 using a render farm of... 117 Sun Microsystems. RES is the abbreviation of resolution. Hmm, That's interesting. I never knew what that number was. Yeah, me either. There's a bumper sticker on the back of it that I I did notice, but I I didn't read it all. It says, 
how's my driving? Ha, 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 ha. (laughs) (laughs) Which from a distance, it looks like it says, like, it's one of those, how's my driving? Call this number, you know? Right. Which I was like, based on this guy's (laughs) (laughs) driving, I hope someone calls that. I, I didn't realize that it wasn't a real bumper sticker. I was like, oh, I hope somebody needs to call that that number again this guy fired for real my goodness that's funny though <laughs> the back of the glass shell has a small sticker that reads Kratz fm which is a reference to pixar employee tia cratter hmm that's interesting i think i think that's all i really have to say about it i mean they're there are a couple guys who did, who made a replica of the Pizza Planet truck. Oh, that's cool. And they do, they've done like appearances with it and stuff. Oh, that's pretty neat. I would like to see that. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about, about this clip, I think. Honestly, yeah. There's not really too much going on. It's just, you know, that short bit of dialogue going on between buzz and woody so i think i'm pretty good too all right well if we're done then thanks for listening everyone be sure to follow our facebook and twitter accounts and send us an email if you have any thoughts comments questions or concerns and if you enjoy the podcast please leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts see you next time bye bye